In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. Today, the Lord Jesus, he has something amazing for you. Jesus wants to take you into a new realm of glory, of peace, of love. Father, release the fire of the Holy Spirit upon everyone listening. Jesus, you are the God of miracles. You are the God of signs. Release miracles upon everyone listening today. I'm reading from the ninth chapter of Mark, verse 33. Then they came to Capernaum. Very interesting. He did most of his miracles in Capernaum, and he cursed Capernaum because though he did the miracles, they did not repent. So he cursed Capernaum. And I'm going to tell you by the Sea of Galilee is a beautiful place, and only one monk lives there. He cursed it. Why? 
because they did not repent. We need to repent. Maybe use the 51st Psalm of David. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness, in your immensity, blot out all my sins. And when he was in the house, he asked them, what were you arguing about on the way? Imagine, they're arguing. And guess what they're arguing about? But they were silent. For on the way, they were arguing with one another who was the greatest. You see why Jesus had to die? Who is the greatest? I'm greater than you. I got more converts than you. I healed more people than you. I'm the greatest. And then Jesus teaches them, if you want to be great, you've got to be the least one. Listen. He sat down and called the twelve and said to them, whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. Then he took a little child out from among them and taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but him who sent me. You know what the child was worth in the time of Jesus? They had no worth. No worth for the child, but not for Jesus. Unless you become like a little child, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. We want to be like little children believing everything God said through Christ. We want to be like little children, believing and doing the things Jesus sent us to do. And if we see the greatest miracles, it's because of Jesus. It's because of the Holy Spirit. We have nothing to do with it other than to declare them and pray for them. That's our job. And don't get puffed up. Don't get puffed up. God can use a donkey if he wants to. And he did in the gospel, in the scriptures. The donkey started to talk. God can use anything he wants, but he desires to use you. And he desires that you repent. Me too. He desires to use me. And he desires that I repent. So have mercy on us, Lord, in your kindness, in your compassion. Blot out all of our sins. So how do we receive the kingdom of God like a child? Children are simple. They just hear the word of God and they believe. You know, we start simple as children and then we grow up and we get everything becomes complicated and we become very smart. But then as we get older, we become simple again. You know, the kingdom of God exists in simplicity. If there's chaos in your life, if things are complicated, then that's not the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God is simple. God is very simple and easy, you know? So children are simple. Children believe their father because they know they have a good father. Children are able to receive gifts. When, when, you give a gift to a child, he says, thank you, with open arms, and he receives it. When the Father gives you Jesus, 
do you say thank you? When Jesus gives you the Holy Spirit, do you thank God? Or do you say, I'm not worthy and get in our way? Children don't get in their own way. They are grateful and they just receive from God. And then they go hug the Father and they thank the Father. Do we thank him? Do we praise God? Children are playful. Are we playful and happy? Are we playful? The Lord Jesus, he was joyful and playful. What else do children do? Children love other children. Are we loving other people? Are we loving our neighbors? See, we, we, start, we start with it all right as children. And then the world teaches us how to be adults. And we get all mixed up. But we just need to receive what God wants to give us with childlike simplicity today. I remember we had a summer Bible school for children. And they were some preschool kids there. And I remember this child danced and danced and danced. Next year he went through kindergarten. He was there at the Bible school, not dancing. I said, why aren't you dancing, Joseph? He said, I'm ashamed. Imagine going to kindergarten and they indoctrinated him somehow not to be a child. How sad, how sad that is. Let me continue. Children also, they're unaware of what other people think. They're just happy in themselves. Can we be unaware of what the world thinks of us and just be happy in ourselves with Jesus? Because when we can do that, we overcome the world. We live in victory and we live in intimacy with our Lord. Verse 38, John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name and we tried to stop them because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one does a deed of power in my name. We will be unable soon to speak afterwards evil of me. Whoever is not, whoever is, for I truly tell you, whoever gives a cup of water to drink because he is a disciple of mine, who would do it in the name of Christ, will by no means lose his reward. I love giving people water. I love because I do it in Jesus' name to children of God. You say that's so simple. That's what Anthony's talking about. It's all simple. It's all beautiful. It's all childlike. I remember being in the seminary, and I said, let me serve the soup, and I'm praying that I do it in Jesus' name, and that they people, if they're not converted, would be converted. And then water. I would always give out water in the seminary, praying in Jesus' name, that if they weren't converted, God would convert them. I'm not going to judge them whether they were or not. That's not my ability. But I did it that if they weren't, that the Lord would move and do something. I heard just the other day from someone who talked about the school of the Holy Spirit, 
that in one of the schools he got converted. The Lord touched his heart. He was changed. He had a new focus in his life. It was Jesus. It was Jesus crucified. It was Jesus risen from the dead. Oh, how we all need to be converted, all of us. How we need more conversion. It's not only being born again, but we need to be more converted every day of our lives, trusting in God. I surrender Jesus. Take care of everything. I surrender Jesus. Take care of everything. I surrender Jesus. Take care of everything. I'm looking at a 40-pack of water bottles right now. We just bought at Walmart. I think I'm going to have Father Tom give them a blessing and go hand them out later. Let them drink holy water and be filled by the Holy Spirit. Don't limit God. He can do anything. When we, me and me and Father, he just came from Africa. We were just at Walmart, and I was asking a lady because he's starting at Boston College where we can get pens and notebooks. And I just saw her just beaming with the Holy Spirit, and I just said, "I see Jesus on you. I see the Holy Spirit all over you. you come to St. John the Baptist." She said, "You must. God must have sent you to me." Because I just moved here from Florida and I've been looking for a church. And I told her to come on a Friday. And I said, she said, how long is service? I said, well, it's a hour mass. It's wonderful. It's a charismatic mass at five o'clock. She said, she said, mass. I said, we're Catholic. She goes, oh, I'm Baptist. But I just said, like Jesus said, come and see. Just come and see. You are so welcome here. You will love it. Come and see. That's one thing in the church we need to be, is welcoming. Yeah. We know people that have left the church and gone to another church, and they said, I was welcomed. They knew my name. They cared about me. They asked me to stay. They asked me to come back again. And, you know, so many times people say about our churches that no one welcomes me. No one asks me to stay. No one says, would you come back again? No one says, I care about you. That's all part of what it means to be a child. And you know what? I remember the word of God that I received. It was so simple. It was about a child. When the children play, they pray. The Lord told me. When the children play, they pray. I remember being in Gloucester watching children with the sand and a pail. And I said, when the children play, they pray. When the children play, they pray. This is real. This is real. All this is so real. Have you ever seen a child playing? Watch the incense go up before the Lord because they're not only playing, but they're praying. When they're playing, they're all united together. Little children, they come together, you know, they could have their little tips, but they don't separate. Just like we shouldn't separate. John said to him, Teacher, we saw a man casting out demons in your name and we forbade him. But because he's not following us, do not forbid him. No one who does a mighty work in my name will soon be after speak evil against me. For he is not against us, it's for us. See, 
we're all Christians. It's not the Baptists and the Pentecostals and the Catholics. Come and see. Me and Father Tom, we go to Kingdom Awakening and we praise we we praise with other denominations. I hope that woman comes and sees the Eucharist and experiences the body of Christ. You know, it's only the devil that divides. Children are united, and we need to be united in the spirit. Like in the Bible, in the Tower of Babel, you know, God knows even when they weren't doing God's will, if they unite and do everything together, anything is possible for them. As Christians, as Catholics, anything is possible for us if we come together in unity. You know, unity is so powerful. That's why, you know, even in in all sectors of life, the devil wants to divide us on the lines of men, women, black, white, Asian, whatever. We're all just children of God, and we all just need to come together and worship the Lord. Because in the glory of God, all the differences dissipate. And in the glory of God, we, we see each other for as we are. We're just children of God. You know, it doesn't matter if you're 99 today. And you're, you're young in the eyes of God. You know, in, in terms of eternity, you're, you're just starting out. So just be a child today. Be childlike. Be childlike. Watch a child today. And watch the exuberance and watch the joy they have in their heart. We're called to carry that joy, the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit makes us childlike. Since I've come to God, I've become like a child. When I see Father Tom, he's like a, he's like a big child. And he's simple. And he's just so simple. And everything is so simple for him. And that's why the anointing flows through him. Because it's just, we just... We just want to be a clear channel for the Holy Spirit. We just want to hear what the Lord is telling us and do it. Hear what's in the Word and believe it. You know, they make fun of people in the world for being simple. But in God's eyes, being simple is so pleasing. to On the night before he died, Jesus prayed that they would be one, unity, as I am in thee and thou art in me, that they would be perfectly one in us so that the world would believe that you sent me. Yes, this unity is so important. It's so Jesus, in the 17th chapter of John, going to die the next day, and he calls the church to be one. You see, when we go up to New Hampshire, we are one in praise. We are one in worship. But when they receive communion, we do not receive communion because we are not one at the Eucharistic table, but we are one every place else. This is what should be, this unity. Children love to be one. I, I remember when I was a child, we would run uh, in back of my house and climb up uh, on the fence and then we all do it together. We were so proud that we could get on top of the fence. It was a wooden fence that we climbed like that, like an adult. But we did it all together. All together we did it. And it was wonderful. It was wonderful. The word of the day today is fruit. And the scripture says in the book of Revelation, fruit, 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 fruit. 
12 times a year. Every month we should be having fruit. Every month we should be having people. Every month we should be having people that are converted. Fruit, 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 fruit. 12 times a year. And I often give the money talk and I say, I have a big beefsteak tomato here in front of me. What do you see? And they all say, I see a tomato. I say, I don't see a tomato. I see all the seeds inside the tomato and that we can have a whole garden of tomatoes now. It's what you see. It's the child sees the seeds, not the fruit. It's just amazing, amazing. God has made me like that. I love to see dandelions and I blow on them and I see the seeds going someplace and the Lord teaches me that that's what I do when I preach, when Anthony preaches, that we're blowing seeds that only God knows who will be touched, who will be changed, who will be healed. Feel the anointing on that. It's, it's just so, the seeds we plant are so important. God doesn't care about our money. He cares about our obedience. About a week and a half ago, I went to a talk, and it was on the holy face at a church, and it was a ministering priest, and there was a donation box. And I was like, I want to, this, this priest is amazing. I want to sow into his ministry. So I put some of the money in my pocket into the box, and then I felt the Holy Spirit say, no, give it all to him. So I said, okay, Lord, because you can't outgive God, and God doesn't care about my money. He cares about my obedience. God doesn't care about my money. He cares about my obedience. So I did, and then at the end of the talk, I went to the table, and I said, you know, oh, that box right there, that, that box is going, the tithing box, that's going to the, the priestly ministry, right? And they said, no, it's not. That's for the, that's just for the church. This is a box for his ministry. So at that point, I had no money left in my pocket, but I knew I wanted to tithe into the priest. And I was like, oh no, I've been praying to the Lord. Lord, let me not lo let me love and fear God, not love and fear man, because the love and fear of God, man drives out the love and fear of God. So I knew I was like, I need to take some of the money out and put it into that I put in and put it into his box. But I was like, you know, this is going to be a mortification. Everyone's going to see me with my hand in the cookie jar. So, so the church was full, but I was, I just had to do it. So I was trying to be slick about it and I was like okay I'm gonna just wait because the money job was right in the middle of the church I'm gonna wait till everyone kind of moves in front of it so they don't see me and as I went to the money box I'm like all right and I just took out some of the money I had put in to put it into the other box so I could tithe into the ministry I did it and no one was really seeing but I mentored this young this young boy, Matthew, God bless him. And as soon as I took it out with no one seeing me, he just yelled, Hey, you can't take that you can't take money from the church. That's breaking the commandments. And everyone and everyone was looking at me. So I just had to give him my fiat and offer it up up to the Lord. And just and I did, and I gave some of the money to the priest. But you know, the Lord 
he loves a joyful giver. So at this point, as you're joyful, consider tithing into Father Tom's ministry. You know, it's just God gives us what we need when we need it at all times, you know. I used to would think that, oh, that's from the devil. Now I just understand, well, Jesus, you've given me an opportunity to share in your humility, that I can become more humble. You know, everyone wants humility, but everyone, but we're scared of humiliation. We can't, we can't have humility without a little humiliation. And that was a little gift from God that day. Maybe in the flesh, I may have not liked it. Maybe I've wanted to defend myself in front of everyone, but I know I didn't need to because I knew God knew my heart. And I know that that was a gift from God. So what can we give God today? Maybe our money, maybe our life, maybe just our silence. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Go out and produce fruit. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.